Imagine living wildly, authentically, and unapologetically you. Look, we've all experienced something in our life that has brought us down in one way or another. It's time to break free from those past constraints, to bloom and flourish in all the places we've been told we can't. Welcome to the Wild Hearts Podcast. I'm Jess. And I'm Laura. We're two best friends with a mission to empower women through the lens of a growth mindset. You already hold all the answers inside you. We're just here to remind you of the strength you already possess by sharing our opinions, telling our stories, interviewing experts, and advocating for mental health along the way. So let's Let's get get started. What's up? Greetings. So goal for season two? Be better at starting. (laughs) Like, what do we say at the beginnings? We still don't know. (laughs) So maybe next season will be better. Who knows? Time will tell. But for now, that's what you've got. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We're here. We're, We're here. talking about our summer. Yeah, we just like wanted what to went do down. Like a check-in with you guys so you know what's happening in our lives. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, easy does it, pal. <laughs> I mean, honestly, a big part of our summer was this podcast. Yeah, this has been that a That was chunk. a huge part of it. I mean, getting things going and started with that. And before we get too far into this, I really want to say thank you yes. so much. Thank you to everyone who's been tuning in, everyone who's listening, who's shared it. Like, you guys. The amount of gratitude that we feel towards you guys is just insane. It's just... It's overwhelming because we we were excited to start this, but I don't think we ever thought it would be like this so fast. Yeah. So for those that follow us on Instagram, you probably would have noticed that recently we reached a thousand downloads on this podcast. <laughs> what? Mind shattering. Like just to give you a little insight, a little my perspective. My goal when we started this podcast was like, let's get a hundred plays. Yeah. Season if one. we get a thousand views in our first year, we've fucking crushed it. We've made it. Two and a half months in. I can't even. Ten episodes. Can't. Over a thousand plays. Makes one bar. <laughs> I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm blown too. away. So thank you so yeah. much. Like honestly, Pretty grateful please for keep that. tuning in. Please keep sharing. We're loving it. Like it's like it's fun. a great time for us. It is. Like, we. Ugh, it's like we're, we're having thing. these conversations anyway. Yeah, and I think what's been really cool is hearing from you guys about how, you know, what we're talking about has resonated or with like you. how it impacts your life. Yeah, like, that is mind shattering to like, me. The amount of people that are like, you know what, I'm gonna go talk to my doctor about my anxiety. And I'm depression. going to counseling now. Yeah. Or like, just shit like that. I just did. And like, good for you for just stepping up. To your own life taking and taking ownership. some control. Yes. Because that's what it's about. Like, we've talked about this so much on this podcast. You are your own advocate. Mm. So welcome to showing up for you. It's and about like, damn time. Right? And, like, no one's coming for you to help you. But, like, we're so fucking proud of you. Yes. Like, you're amazing. That's keep doing so that. great. It's so great. And we hope you just keep sticking around for this We're podcast. Because we've got some big plans. Season two is on the horizon. Yes. But we still have some fun stuff planned for season one. So We're just starting to brainstorm into season two and thinking about, like, how we're going to wrap up this first season. Yeah. Because, I mean, we are going to need to take a little break, but that's yeah. still a little ways away. Um, But, yeah, other than the podcast, this summer's been busy. 
Like, right? we haven't really talked about it, but you got married. Yeah. Laura Lockhart over here. You're a missus. I'm a missus. Welcome to the Married AF, <laughs> as I like to say. So tell you me know what? about it. One month in, it's fucking great. Highly recommend it. <laughs> I mean, talk to talk me in 20 me. years, but <laughs> so far, so good. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I feel so much more secure in who mm. I am. I don't know if that came out of the wedding or just the amount of counseling I have gone through <laughs> recently, but... An age, like... An age. You know. And I just, I think definitely the wedding had something to do with it. And two, it's just like, it felt like the right thing to do Mm -hmm. at the right time, right place. It was just check It was a pretty dope Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss, as I like (laughs) to say. It was great. It was a great day. A lot of work, though. A lot of work. Weddings are a lot of work. What's coming to me right now is kind of out of what you said, I think where some of your feeling comes from is that nothing went according to your original plan for your wedding. Oh, yeah. No. Right? Like, when you first got engaged, December 2019. Right. And you pictured what your wedding was going to be like. Mm. It was not what ended up happening. No. No. But it was, I think, exactly how it was always oh, meant to happen. Oh, and what I de- and what we needed. Like, you, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what it was for us, I think. Am I sad that not everyone could be there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Was it hard on a whole other level because of that? Absolutely. But in the end, you have to, see, like, what's right in front of you is pretty fucking dope. Like, these people. Yeah made amazing things happen for us for one day like Mm -hmm. and there's nothing that fills your heart more with gratitude than realizing how much people love you even if you feel like you're not lovable you know you're just like oh cool this is uncomfortable but i'll take it (laughs) you know anyway got married it was great i loved it it's good yeah that basically took up july 90 percent of my i would say Um, what else went down this summer i went to the zoo yeah, that was dope with it all was, your kids. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a big deal, but, like, post-COVID, to be yeah. able to take your kids into a public place? Well, and, like, just the fact that we could survive taking all four children. So that was pretty fun. And my parents came with us mm-hmm. to Winnipeg. We did a whole, like, thing. So we went to the zoo and then stayed uh, in a hotel, mm-hmm. water slide, pool. That was awesome. I feel like so many people did oh, that. Yeah. This, And I love seeing all yes. the pics. Like... These kids are just so excited. Yes, they love it. The yeah. kids had the best time. So much fun for them. Um, and then what was really cool is my aunt met us at the zoo, mm. and she brought one of my cousin's kids because mm. my cousin was working. And then my other cousin came with her husband and her little guy, and I had not met her son ever because okay. of COVID. Right. And they hadn't never met the twins because we have the twins and then my cousin had her son like two weeks later and then COVID. So like it was the first time that we kind of were meeting these family members. So that was really special. Other than that, we've just been hanging out like gardening. Yeah. A lot of yard stuff. Hey, a lot of outside. It's been great weather, a little hot, but a great summer. I think also too, that's a little bit different this summer than other ones was the amount of like, counseling slash inner work you know Mm -hmm. I think we we mentioned this in a past like last episode we just kind of mentioned it but both Jessica and I have been diagnosed with ADHD (laughs) as adults 
So it's really fun to be 30 and have ADHD or realize you've had ADHD for 30 years. Um, and then, It explains so much. And so, like, for me, that has just been, like, an out-of-body experience and, like, looking at your life as a whole yeah. with ADHD because that's what they make you do. They say, like, examine your life. What have your symptoms mm-hmm. been like over your lifetime? So that's been pretty eye-opening to the madness that it has been my 30 years on this <laughs> earth, honestly. Like, wow. Cool, cool, cool. Really a miracle I made it this far. But, I mean, so that's been a, a heavy load, I felt like, this yeah. summer. So we're actually planning on doing, like, a little mini-series on ADHD. Right. I'm so excited for that. We have some good guest speakers we're hoping to line up. Yeah. I mean, we haven't asked anybody yet. But I'm but sure we're gonna... they'll be into it. <laughs> um, because I do think that, yeah, it's just something that's not talked about enough. Like, like anything and when with we mental, were... mental yeah. health, right? We don't talk about any of this shit enough, I don't think. I totally agree. I just think, like, people are like, oh, you're always talking about it. Yeah, because no one's else is talking about it. Like, and it I... affects so much of your life. Well, and I feel like this is a part of my life's purpose, is to <laughs> mm-hmm. talk about it. And, like... Like, why were we given these big mouths if exactly. we weren't meant to chat about it? That's how I feel. And, guess what? Chattiness symptoms of ADHD in women. Yeah. Yeah. So. Extremely often. Plus, plus, plus. On my. <laughs> has trouble doing work because she's so busy talking to everyone exactly. in the classroom. Exactly. Um. So that's been yes. a real journey. Mm-hmm. What's that been like for you with having your psychosis about this time last right. year and then two now a whole other outlook on your mental health? What's it actually like? it clarifies some things for me because mm. I feel like the original diagnosis I was given in the Center for Adult Psychiatry of bipolar, which to clarify, oftentimes if you have ADHD, like you have something else too. Mm. So it's not uncommon for people to have bipolar and have ADHD Mm. and maybe that's what I have. But I just never really felt like the diagnosis of bipolar fit for me Mm. and not that I think there's anything wrong with that. It just never, I don't know. I think, too, like, when you look at those, or from what I was told, Mm -hmm. when you look at those kind of diagnoses, you look at, like, a cyclical behavior cycle, right? And Or your behavior is cyclical in how you present with those symptoms, whereas with ADHD, it's a a constant. And that, to me, understanding that... Like, it's not as drastic, right? So, like... Same with depression, though, too. Like, they say it's Right, so, like, with bipolar, from my understanding, it'll be, like... You're in this super high manic phase that can that's usually lasting like a week or more, mm-hmm. and like your self esteem is through the roof. Like everything's so grand, and like you're dropping ten grand here, three hundred dollars there. You're not even thinking about it, and then when you come down from that, you are like suicidal depressed. Well, because you just. Right? your life sure but it's yeah. like this massive high paired with this massive low right. and it's like unless you're on a mood stabilizer then like that is a constant up and down up and right. down and right. for me i've never experienced that before right have i had depressive episodes sure i've experienced depression 
I would say majority of that time it would be a situational thing or right. like postpartum or whatever, right. but never to the point where I'm like on the edge ready to like kill myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did experience a manic state last year, but what I'm learning is the medication that I was on. When you have ADHD or you, you do have bipolar, it causes manic states. Right. It's a symptom right? of the medication. Or, or not a symptom. Side effect. Side effect. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I was constantly experiencing this. It was a one-off. It was way. a one-off thing, and it took everyone by surprise. Nobody saw it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, and I did not like my doctor that I had when I was at CAP. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent... I saw her, like, two or three times. You're in there for, like, five minutes. Yeah, how can you really form a relationship? She doesn't really ask anything about the past. It's kind of like, oh, you're in the hospital. They're just triaging you, though, right? You're in the hospital. You had a manic episode. You're bipolar. That's what it is. Whereas now, as I'm doing more research on ADHD, the symptoms are so similar to bipolar, but they're not as extreme. And like you said, it's more of a constant thing. Mm -hmm. So I just think that... There's probably some relation there. Right. And now that I have started on this ADHD medication, I'm noticing such a difference just being able to concentrate more. Like, I feel happier, but not like... Euphoric. Yeah. and I totally know what you're saying. But I do saying. feel like I second guess myself or I'm really nervous about getting into a situation like last year where I'm mm-hmm. like, well... Should I just, is this how people normally are? Like, do people just feel like this level of happiness normally? Or I think not even just happiness, but like ability to be content. Yeah. Because that's what was missing for me was like, I was unable to relax. I was Mm -hmm. unable to get to that place. I can see it. I can't get there. You're paralyzed by your own fucking tabs being open all the time. Right. You know? Yeah, just kind of a constant overwhelmed feeling mm-hmm. is sort of where I was at. Does the medication mean I'm cured? Absolutely not. Yes, I'm still a person that has ADHD, but I don't know. It just getting this diagnosis is really making things make sense to me. More. And I think, too, a big relief for me, even before I started medication, was the idea that this could be an explanation for why I've had those depressive episodes or why I've had that anxiety piece and to understand now I'm just at such a better place to understand how my brain works. Mm -hmm. So I feel like once you have that diagnosis, you're like, okay, this is what it is. How do I work best with this type of brain and like relearning how to learn best for you Instead of, I think, what happens to a lot of women of our generation that have ADHD is we've learned to mask those symptoms to try and fit a way that maybe a non-ADHD brain would work, right? As opposed to... You learn coping mechanisms to get through, and those coping mechanisms aren't always the most conducive to a neurodivergent person. Correct. And I'm excited to learn more about it. Like, we're just at the very beginning stages. Yeah. And it's going to be a It's fairly new journey. for us. Yeah. yeah. Like... Very new. But it's... Hopeful. I think it's also kind of cool that we were diagnosed, like, within two days of each other. Like, literally, you I had a doctor's appointment. Literally, you medication, and the very next day, I started medication. How crazy is that? What else... Like, what was your highlight of your summer? Ooh. Excellent question. Thank you. Highlight of my summer. I don't know. 
I feel like all of it. <laughs> okay, cop out question. I know. Cop out answer, pal. Like your wedding was pretty high up there. Yeah, that would be mine. Um, it was really, really, really fun, and just like hanging out with my kids. I feel like I really didn't take the time for granted. My highlight was definitely the wedding. I mean, no question. I mean, I would be concerned if it wasn't. <laughs> I feel like that most people would. Yeah, uh, that was, and it was, I loved your wedding, and I loved getting to know your parents more. Yeah, I really liked seeing them in that light. You know what's yeah. kind of weird for me is I don't get to see my parents that often. I, like, I have a great relationship with them. I talk to them almost every day, but I have not lived in the same province as them for almost, like, a decade, right? right. Like, yeah, I right. forget that sometimes, so then when I get to spend... A significant amount of time with them like oh my god like you're kind of fun like <laughs> if they lived here I think I'd hang out with my mom all the time and like my dad's super laid back and I think too something that we're going to talk more about next season and that I kind of struggled with a little bit this summer was um, disclosing to my family and friends about my like history being sexually abused as a teenager um, and kind of talking about that and what that meant for me when I was 16 versus now I'd gone all like 15 years, not telling anyone I had been raped pretty much. So then when I saw my parents at my wedding, it was quite a bit of like, it was the first time I'd seen them since they knew. And for me, that was pretty emotional. So I had a lot of kind of tied up emotion in that. I mean, that makes sense. Right? I mean, <laughs> again, if you didn't have that, it would be a little concerning. But that was a big thing for you and me, too. Like, putting, like, when we did our um, psychosis episodes mm-hmm. and, you know, talking about my experience as a kid. And, right. But, but I think we both agree on what's important for women, I think, of our age and especially the next generation is, like, normalizing being able to talk about it with those that you love and mm-hmm. trust. Right. And understanding that, like, the guilt and shame that you've been carrying around with you for as long as the incident has happened is actually not yours to carry. That's what my mom said as soon as I told her that. Yeah. She's like, I was like, I feel so much shame and guilt. And she's like, it's not yours, though. Yeah. It's his. Mm-hmm. And but that they was... put that on you. Yeah. That's but but And that's part of the whole kind of manipulation, abusive situation that you're putting. Yeah. So I think that was pretty heavy stuff, I think that'll be a conversation for later like you said we both have to kind of get into a just pun it it's not one of those you turn the mics on and start yeah you're not just like (laughs) a summer in review type but yeah like i but that was something that we spent a lot of time talking about you and i and and really breaking down some of these patterns right like understanding what is a trauma response right how is that affecting like us right now in our current lives and our relationships and like i have a level of like almost ptsd about it and like the night terrors and things like that that have started to manifest that really made me have to confront the realization that this actually did happen i think i spent so long convincing myself it didn't and then it manifests in ways that you cannot control and then it just became unavoidable for me, um, I think. So that was a pretty big summer. And then to top that off with a wedding was a little bit a lot. messy, stressy, <laughs> Laura. But all good, too. I think it all, all going to forward. It yeah. all needed to happen. I feel very safe and secure in my relationship to be able to talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, to me, was like a testament of where I am in my life. I feel okay. Mm-hmm. I feel safe. I feel like I can 
talk about those things. And I feel like that's so important for women to do because the more I talk about it, the more you realize it's more common than not. That is what I realize. And that's what's most disturbing to me, actually. Yes, because when we put out those psychosis episodes mm -hmm. and the amount of people that like, I know. talk to me right. after that were like, oh, A, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Right. And then B, like the stories of, oh, I know somebody that this happened to or this happened to me. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, this is insane. Like, right. And you, yeah, I don't want to get too much more into it because we could be here for like seven hours talking I about know. it. And like we said, we're going to do another episode on it. But yeah, it was just a lot. It feels like we got a lot of, we did a lot of personal development work over mm -hmm. the summer. Got you married. Got me Enjoyed hitched. time with the family. Lots of good fam time. Spent a lot of time being outside. Got to watch swimming nature. lessons. I got to watch my niece and nephew swimming. I so dig good. that. Like, I just, oh, I got a new nephew. That yeah, was a highlight. Big deal. <laughs> yes. Like adding to families, growing families, weddings, all that yeah. shit. And it's like nice seeing thing. family again. Yeah, starting to open oh, things up. So good. I'm, so good for your soul, it right? Is. It really is. I mean, when I look back, especially compared to last summer, this was just so much better it I was agree. so good i loved it i'm i am sad that it's coming to a close but at the same time super jacked up for fall so excited for all pumpkin things like i can't oh yeah i'm really looking forward to like just getting into a great routine and yeah it was a good summer again i'm just thankful that we got to hang out a ton yeah. this podcast is moving on up we're doing things. Meeting some cool people. That yeah, was that's my. Thing. I was just going to say, I think one of the coolest things about this podcast all summer was like the cool people we got to hang out with that I would never have been able to just spend a morning at their house. Yeah, like, why, when would you ever just call somebody up and be like, can I just come and ask you questions? <laughs> be in your house for two hours? Like, it was really crazy. So that was kind of cool. I liked that. And meeting new people is always fun. Yeah, especially it's, dope people like the two laps and yeah. Kirsten Gillis. And yeah, like so Kelsey, Kelsey Glover. God, she's amazing. I know, and she's doing crazy things right now. Her podcast is amazing. I know, just everything. It's been great. We've got been. some more interviews kind of lined up here. So, yeah, we hope that you guys keep sticking around for the ride. And yeah, if if you want some updates, feel free to follow us at at the Wild Hearts. That's uh, W-Y-L-D-H-A-R-T-S. We're on Instagram. Yeah, I think that's it. That's a good recap of the summer. Hope you keep tuning in, pals. Yes. We love hanging with you. Yes, we do. Thanks for having us be in a part of your day or night or afternoon. Your life. Your life. All right, so please make sure that you share this podcast, share the episode, like it, subscribe. Leave us a stellar review. No bad ones. We don't like them. Just we kidding. We hate them. <laughs> we delete them. <laughs> yeah. Negative. If you're a hater, see you never. See again. you later. <laughs> oh. That's well, funny. I was I was thinking later, but then I was like, oh, I don't want to see them later. I want to see them never again. Oh, I see. More definitive. Sorry. Haters gonna hate. Potatoes right. gonna potate. <laughs> <laughs> We're weird. Okay. Um. Bye. Until next time. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, nope. let your heart run. <laughs>